0: What's up, everybody? It's Helen Edwards, and thank you for tuning in to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. This episode, I'm really excited to share with you my good friend, Jean de Ju Carrera from Rwanda. We met in 2011 while I was out there for a retreat, and we got to reunite eight years later in Maryland uh, while I was visiting my son, actually. And we got to do a podcast, but we had to split it in two segments – And one, it's really clear and smooth. And the second one, we're dropping them off at the airport. (laughs) So I didn't notice at the end of the second part, I must have hit a button, but it completely shut off. So please, I encourage you to stick it through all the way to the end. It is really exciting. There's so much to learn about Jean Jean de Jud's, uh, you know, his journey from Rwanda to the States and how much he's pushed through and he's achieved and and become so successful on his journey, and I just really feel like he has such an inspirational story to share. So thank you for tuning in again. Please, if you like this episode, share, subscribe. Remember, sharing is caring, and also one last thing, don't forget my Beyond 2020 Women's Empowerment event is coming up January 18th, 2020 in Las Vegas, Nevada. If you haven't got your tickets, they're on Eventbrite. They're also on the Sexy Freedom website, sexyfreedom.com, sexyfreedommedia.com. You can also find it through my Instagram page, hell of a journey with one L. Also, dun, 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 if you cannot make it and you live way across the country, you can gift a ticket to a woman who has reached out for financial help to make the event. Help empower our women. Du, 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 du. <laughs> All right, now I'm being silly, but you guys know what? This is the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. Enjoy. And again, please subscribe and share. Love you. Enjoy. Welcome to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. A place to discuss pain, passion, and pursuits. I want to feel alive. Breathe. Make some moves. Protect the throat. This is Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Helen Edwards, and this is the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast coming to you live from Maryland, Bow- Bowie? <laughs> Bowie, 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 Maryland. Uh, I'm over here traveling, visiting my son. And also reunited with my good friend from Rwanda, who's now living here in Maine, Jean de Dieu Carrera. Yeah. <laughs> What's your full name?
1: Um, my full name is Jean de Dieu Carrera.
0: Yes, and we did a little short video on my Facebook page yesterday, uh, just kind of telling my friends and family, like, just a little short introduction about um, where we met, but for podcast listeners, I wanted to share a little bit more in depth about how me and Jean DeJoux met and what, how we've been friends for so many years. It's been eight years now. So go ahead, Jean DeJoux. Okay.
1: (laughs) So, uh, well, uh, a short introduction about how we met, it was, uh, back, uh, we met in 2011 in Rwanda. So, uh, Ellen was in Rwanda for two weeks stay for a retreat uh for the commemoration of the genocide against the Tutsis and then also as a part of the retreat so uh so uh within those two weeks uh we connected and then uh after the retreat we stayed in touch uh until today so we but we have been living uh far from each other so uh but we did our best to stay in contact uh through Social media and other ways of communication. Yeah,
0: yeah. So those other forms of communication, like we were sharing on our video yesterday, was that we, you know, we skyped. We because at the time there wasn't a lot of you know Instagram. I mean, there was the Instagram, but we weren't really knowing how to work everything. So right before we got on this podcast, actually, uh, one thing Jean Dejou mentioned was that when I met him in Rwanda, he was working for media right? Like a media company yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how he had to do all of this extra work just to get on the radio. And now it's just so easy. I just put, put on this app and then here we are recording.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We met what one uh, at the center called Kimisagara Youth Center. So uh, I used to work for a program called HESA, uh, which is a youth program, uh, Peace Media. So we used to, we were young reporters just doing the work inside Rwanda and outside of Rwanda. So, and then we used to do everything by ourselves. But nowadays it's easier to record and edit everything on our smartphones, which make it easier for anyone to start like a podcast or radio online. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it facilitate, uh, ways of communication also to, you know, to communicate uh, to your audience.
0: And you also speak four languages.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, <where? laughs> so uh, I do uh, speak Kinyarwanda, which is my native uh, tongue, uh, Kinyarwanda. Uh, also French, uh, not that much though, because it's, yeah, uh, uh, also English and uh, Swahili. That's
0: so cool. And Ellen, how many do you speak? I speak one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. Uh, Spanglish kind of counts because <laughs> I grew up speaking Spanglish. Everybody in my family, like my mom and my dad, they all speak Spanish. But we didn't really learn Spanish, but we learned Spanglish because we listened to Spanish music and this, you know, Spanish culture. But I tried learning French after I got back from France or Paris and Rwanda. And I, those were my, my two favorite places that I visited while I was traveling. So I said, I'm going to learn French. And I've been trying to learn French on my own for about I want to say a year and a half now, and I barely know anything. I know bonjour, comment ça va, comment ça va,
1: comment t'appelles-tu?
0: No, I don't know. Comment (laughs) t'appelles-tu?
1: Yeah, I I
0: said when I got here. I said do a il fait froid. Which is, it's cold, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she's getting better. You know, French is not that easy. So to get it, you have to be in a place where they do use it like on daily basis or just, you know, or use it for work-related, you know, thing. But uh, self-teaching French, it's not very easy. So you have to work harder, you know, to... Get where you, you want to be, to be very fluent. Yeah.
0: And I don't, I want to mention something that I was thinking about. You know, I'm always telling people how to go after their goals and, you know, do what they want to do and live life to the fullest like we did last night. <laughs> we live life to the fullest. We went out and celebrated. <laughs> yeah, that probably sounded really funny. But <laughs> uh, what happened was in my mind, I was thinking about this because you are from Rwanda. Yes. But you, for such a young age, you have really made some huge, cha- like huge, st- I don't even know the word for it, jumps, mm-hmm. leaps in your life. Mm-hmm. Like you literally moved from one country and you went to another one, right? Because you mm-hmm. before the United States, mm-hmm. was it one or two other countries? uh well the other countries i was visiting them i didn't live there yeah okay Mm -hmm. you went to university you got a degree and now you're here in the u.s getting another degree Mm -hmm. and you're not even 35 yet (laughs) like seriously that's fascinating no
1: no yeah uh so i'm currently i'm 32 yeah
0: (laughs) he's like let me set the record straight (laughs) yeah
1: so yeah uh the thing which are keeping uh, it's just to have your own goal and to know like where I want to be in the future and just stick to your goal, you know, make sure you are in the right place. You hang out with the right people, the people who encourage you to go further with uh, any goal you have, you know, instead of bang with their own crew. You know, that's that's the only way I would say which uh, always keep me pushing toward achieving what I want to do, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And how many siblings do you have? Um, like in total? I do have
1: uh, seven siblings, and
0: yeah. Okay, and, are you, and you said you were the only one that came out to the United States. Yeah. But you have one other who is in another country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fascinating, too. So what was your dream when you were younger? Oh... Uh, was it to come to the U.S. or did Maybe you... Maybe to be a
1: pilot. Yeah, no, i to dreamt <laughs> about it. <Yeah.
0: laughs>
1: but now it's too late. I don't, I don't want to do it's it. It's never it, too late. Yeah.
0: My sister is l- older than you and she just became a pilot. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So it's never too
1: late. <laughs> it's never too late. But what was yours?
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> I think mine was to be a teacher. Okay. And then it was to be a pastor. And then it was to be a singer. And then it was... To, I went through all of these different... I wanted to talk in the jail. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wanted to... I think my thing was, I always saw myself. It's like I foresaw myself with a mic in my hand. I didn't even care what it was. I had ideas of what I thought I wanted it to be. I knew it was a mic in hand and I knew it was to help people. That's all I knew. And now I'm doing that. And I've been doing that.
1: Okay, nice. I guess you have at least...
0: But what made you want to come to the US rather than go to like, you know... France or, or Europe, is that uh, something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's
1: just a simple answer. This is a, a great country which offers a lot of opportunities like in terms of our freedom, in terms of education, in terms of, our, you know, self-development, you know. Yeah, that's why I chose to come over here, yeah.
0: And mm. you want to make this your permanent home now? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, and this is a serious question, what do you think that you have seen so far being here in the U.S. that you feel has been taken maybe advantage of for people who are basically born and raised here versus, you know, where you're from that is not really given to them or, or provided? What do you think is that you're like, I can't believe they, they like the, like me, for example, an American Helen is not super excited about that I would be so excited about to have in my country.
1: Mm, let me see it's <laughs> mm. maybe it's more related to the way people uh express themselves like uh about like uh I would say like freedom in general like yeah, the way you express your opinions like so
0: you're saying the way we express yeah. our opinions and our mm-hmm. freedom, yeah, you think that we are not. As far as when I say we, I'm talking about Helen, (laughs) entitlement, American Helen. (laughs) So and I'm just using me as an example. I use Elijah too, because he's my son. So we're in it it together. Uh, (laughs) But I I do feel like that too. When I went to uh, Rwanda, everybody was so nice and so warm and just excited about one another. Everywhere I walked, everybody said, brother, sister, to everywhere, to me, to everybody we were with if they didn't know your name mm-hmm. and here, I mean, I've gotten one time where I said to somebody, uh, you know, what's up my sister. And she's like, I'm not your sister. Or I've said that to a guy like, what's up my brother. And he's like, I'm not your brother. You know? And I've, I've had that kind of, oh, okay, you know,
1: okay. I, I would it, say like, that's more related to the, um, like social life in general. Mm-hmm. Like there's a different ways, you know, of living here and back home. So we are people we treat each other you know differently Mm -hmm. so and then here i would say like americans are very independent on their own Mm. you know they feel like oh i can do this by myself i can live in my community by myself because you have everything i guess you need with you you know so you don't have to rely on someone else. you know so that's i guess it's one of the factor which maybe make us a little bit uh make us like americans and african or rwandans in general different yeah Mm -hmm.
0: that's very interesting what about this do you think that like okay obviously you've been you've gone through depression before right Mm -hmm. do you feel and this goes back to what we're talking about community because i feel like people who are more into community surround themselves with people more i mean i get that sometimes you need to have me time or your time by yourself but when you have too much time away and you isolate yourself from community that's when Depression actually can become worse. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, uh, it's it does happen, it does happen to maybe has happened to me, but you know, there's a time you, you don't also feel like okay, so I don't want to get connected to my people. I feel like okay, I can do this by myself. And then once you don't open or share your thoughts or share your concern, uh, your fears with anyone, so it's it keeps growing, you know, it doesn't go away. So that's, yeah, Uh, for me, what I do, yeah, I just try my best to share with, you know, my buddies, my best friends, like what's going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And right now you're going to school to be a...
1: Uh, Cardiovascular tech.
0: That's so cool.
1: Yeah. I want to work in a cat lab, yeah.
0: And you're doing really well, which is extraordinary, again, for all the things you've gone through and all the schools and the universities and, and back home and, you know, J I think I it think just your like, story it, is so fascinating. It, I love it.
1: Yeah, I just try to with the bright future for me, for my community, for whoever we support in the future. Yeah.
0: Right, right. Mm. Now, what are your goals outside of like becoming a cardiovascular tech? Do you want to what what are your what do you like to do?
1: For me. What would um, you
0: like to try that you've never tried before? Hmm.
1: Like what? Like,
0: like mm. uh ice skating or Oh, okay. <laughs> um something you've seen that you're like okay i want to go to america i'm gonna do that i mean you you're doing a lot of it already (laughs) i'm just saying
1: i'm trying to oh this is like (laughs) yeah i I don't know i don't know but
0: well you definitely want to go to california
1: yeah i want to go i want to go there san -hmm. francisco la so yeah
0: why did you choose maine when Um, you first got here
1: so that's where I had someone to accommodate me, to host me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so that's yeah. kind of where it started, and you felt like through yeah, the love, community from there? Yeah, and
1: I love men, so I love the state. Yeah, it's very beautiful yeah. there. So. And despite, it's cool. despite the weather, but it's, it's, <laughs> a, nice, it's a nice state, nice people, so they treat everybody like, you know, theirs, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, would you ever move from there?
1: Um, Maybe. It
0: I would. mean, you've moved countries, so yeah. you can... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can just move to California where it's warmer.
1: Oh, to Arizona. Or,
0: or or Arizona. Yes. Well, you have family there too. So mm-hmm. shout so, out to his family. Shout out
1: to my family in Arizona. <laughs>
0: right. right. Oh, okay. So we're going to continue this. We're going to pause for a minute. We got to get on the road because now we've spent time together, but now we've got to say our goodbyes and and we got to drop Jean DeJoux off at the train station. So we're going to pause this and we'll be back on in just a second. Okay, part two, we're back. So, we're driving Jean de Well, actually, Elijah, my son, is driving. And we're driving Jean de to get the train so he can go to the airport. Mm -hmm. And I wanted just to say it was such an awesome time seeing you after eight years. What was it like hanging out with me after eight years? Oh, it was super, super great. I was, you know.
1: i don't know i don't know how i can express it but it was it was a great moment to connect with you again after uh the last time i was was my pleasure to meet your son yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and i think that one of the things we were talking about last night is why it's important to stay connected and and always just keep good friendships and good vibes open and you're somebody who has like tons of friends everywhere so that's pretty cool (laughs) oh
1: yeah oh yeah Uh, it's uh, it's because uh what I did in Rwanda opened my doors to work with people from uh different part of the world so yeah I do have some friends in Europe here in America so yeah Mm -hmm.
0: what do you wish people knew more about Rwanda
1: um it's about uh our identity who we are as Rwandans like who we are like the way we live you know like yeah, our culture, yeah, that's that's make us unique compared to other other And countries. how would you
0: explain your culture? Mm
1: well like uh, very welcoming. welcoming. Our hospitality is very great. So we yeah, we it's a culture which is based on family's value, you know. So the family try their best to stay connected to each other, you know, help each other out in case, you know, you need help. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And you think that's really good to bring back here and oh, yeah, show it, everybody yeah, that it is. It that's is the way good, to live.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And you do. You're definitely an example of your culture and you have that welcoming spirit. You're very accommodating, very loving, just so you know, you have such a humble and, oh, thank and you. young spirit. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to shower you with compliments. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Now, okay, so. There were so many things I wanted to ask you, but I know we're running out of time.
1: Um, yeah, we should, we should, we should do another one soon, I guess. Maybe let's meet again in Arizona and then. It's another eight years? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I won't take again. now. We've tried, like we've
0: tried meeting so many year, year after year after year yeah. after year, mm-hmm. and this just happened to be a, a spontaneous. Let's mm-hmm. meet up. I'm yeah. gonna be there to see my son near where you're at. You flew in. Yeah, you the might. time
1: you told me that you've been in DC, it took me like, you know, two weeks to decide that I'll, I'll, I'll come, you know, because I have to uh, arrange my uh, work schedule and, you know, school schedule. I, have to, I did all my homework, so that's why I came to uh, to spend the weekend with you, yeah.
0: Do you think you're somebody who would consider themselves as disciplined? Me? And that's how you get your goals Yeah, I would achieved? say so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what drives you to stay disciplined? Like, what helps you stay disciplined? Uh, stay just, focused?
1: It's just to say, like, okay, I want to change my life. I want to be always like someone. I want to be a better person, like, you know, be a different person, like, you know. And to to reach that goal, you have to work hard, you know. You have to say, okay, this is, this is, this is my remote of my life. It's me, you know. No, there's nobody else who so we get the remote and controls what I do. So I have to control my life. I have to, you know... It start by your self-discipline you know yeah
0: and what is your favorite music
1: Uh, Rwanda music
0: Rwanda music and yeah. what is that
1: uh, it's like uh,
0: what we were listening to last night Yeah. Mm-hmm. we went to an African band, club last night
1: but also we did and they listen to some music through YouTube like yeah the band Medhi those are the best singers in Rwanda so we were
0: listening to Congolese
1: Congolese music and yeah mm-hmm.
0: that was fun yeah and you were trying to dance to it you did Uh, really good you did really good dancing last night (laughs) but
1: I was surprised I was surprised you know how to dance Kogoli's music I don't I I just know how to
0: I just know how I hear music and it just moves me and I think of what I saw and I think if my if I can feel that and mimic that and then you know it just becomes me. I, it's like I, I oh, yeah, jump into that. Yeah,
1: that's the best thing about music. So you just listen to it. It's and universal. Then try, yeah, and then to, try to create mm-hmm. your own style to make you happy. You know. Right. The, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. In fact, dancing. he yeah. asked me if uh, Elijah can dance. I said, Oh, Elijah, because he's a popper.
1: it's a good I wish
0: you could have saw my son dance he could dance really good okay (laughs) next time next time
1: next time time. (laughs) yeah and maybe in one year or two
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so let's see Um, and I know we're gonna have to go soon so I just wanna wrap this up it's a very short podcast but what is is there anything out there that you would like to tell any of my listeners any type of encouragement anybody going through a hard time what kind of uh, it's supportive, sane, would you want um, to say to them? Yeah, what
1: I would say just to keep listening to what you do. Uh, please keep uh, sharing uh, Ellen's work. So I have read her book. It's a very nice book. <laughs> and uh, just go online, recommend it to your friends, you know, so oh, Ellen right. could reach her goals, you know. Yeah, it's because uh, it's her message is very unique also yeah motivation message inside the book so yeah just read it and then you can learn something from it yeah
0: that's right you read my book mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: you were one of the first person i sent it to <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i did, I did. it was a very nice book yeah was, thank you
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sure so, too it was. many
1: secrets inside but it was very nice
0: yeah
1: book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and but what would you say to somebody who's doesn't feel like they can reach their goals um
1: it's keep trying, keep trying. Don't hold yourself like, oh, I can't do this, I can't beat uh, Rich there, you know. You have to always keep trying, you know, talk to someone. Talk to someone who has gone through the same situation and overcome it, you know, and then you will learn from them, you know. But if you have a goal, yeah, try the first time, second time. Don't, don't just write your goals and put in the books only, you know, work every day to make it happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right, folks. You heard it here. We're... Ah, okay. That's what I meant, guys. It cut off. That was my bad. Oh, but what a great episode. I just love hearing John DeJo's story and I can't wait for us to do another podcast this time, no pressing buttons, no ending abruptly. But I just knew that he had such a great story to tell and just such a perseverance. And, you know, if you guys liked and, and enjoyed this podcast, please like and share. Follow us, Sexy Freedom Media, on Facebook. We'd love to get your reviews. You can also email us at sexyfreedomnow@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Again, don't forget our upcoming events in Las Vegas, Nevada. And thank you guys for listening. And we love you. Enjoy your day. Want to hear more? Uh, Visit us at sexyfreedommedia.com.